Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. As I look around myself, as I look into myself, I cannot believe how distracted we are as a people. Think about the distracted driving via texting and surfing on the internet while you're driving. Kills thousands of people each year. It's amazing as you ride down the road how people are literally cannot put their phone down. They have to have it. They have to look at it. What is that? It becomes a huge distraction. You see, distracted attention frustrates relationships by killing communication. I mean, think about how many marriages are broken up through lack of communication, maybe because there's distractions that are drawing our attention away or their attention away. Did you know distracted worship will lead to no worship? I mean, you think about being in church and you get distracted with the thoughts and your phone and this person and that thought and this is going on. And guess what? You're not worshiping. You're trying. You're there. But you and I have to learn to cloud out these distractions. Now, we talked about one of the greatest enemies to our being an apprentice of Jesus. Our spiritual growth is that of busyness. And I would say this one goes right there with it, uh, is that of being distracted. It would be the other, I believe it's maybe the greatest enemy the church is facing. Right now is the, the busyness and the distractions of life. A distracted life is in comparison to a focused life, one that can narrow in, one that can be efficient, one that can know exactly what it's doing. You see, the distracted life is a life filled with busyness. So let's let's talk about this idea of being too distracted to even notice Jesus. Or if we do, do notice him, he's just over here in a corner that he gets just a glance every once in a while. You see, distractions fuel the busyness of our lives. You see, busyness does what? It creates more distractions. You know, it's like a merry-go-round that's hard to get off. I mentioned the roller coaster. It's like jumping on a roller coaster, and the man, the operator, the woman, whoever it is, will not press stop, and you cannot get off, and you're going, and you want to get off. And these distractions that are fueled by busyness actually make us less productive. We cannot focus. Distractions actually steal our time. Think about that. You and I only have a set amount of time in a day, in a week, a month, in our life. And so time, we must be efficient with it. We must seize our time. And distractions many times are wasted time. They're not time put into things that are of value, things that are of importance. And distractions just steal our time and they uh, make us less productive and it produces more busyness and more hurry in our lives. Now, I will say this as we think about distractions. Boredom is a thing of the past. You say, what are you talking about? I'm going to date myself one more time. I did this on the previous episode, but I can remember pre-cell phone and devices. We still had a computer and you know pagers were the things of, of that time. But there were times when you actually got bored. When you actually had to sit there and there was not something that you could grab. There was not something that you could look at. Something that you could... Con- could scroll on. So there's a time in life when you actually really honestly got bored and you had to figure out what am I going to do with my time? And you learned how to be creative and you learn how to meditate on things and think through things. You see, boredom is a thing of the past. We don't have to be bored anymore. We may think we're bored, but we're constantly doing something. 
Think about this. You're standing in line waiting uh, to walk up to the doctor, to sign up for classes, whatever it is. Now, as you're standing there, what are you going to do? You're going to get bored, but you're going to relieve that boredom by scrolling, by looking, by searching, by thinking, something on your device. How many times do we engage people in conversation? We don't hardly anymore because we have something to fill that boredom with. I mean, people would look at you almost strangely. Why are you talking to me? I mean, really weird. Oh, go away. This is weird. We're not used to that. You see, we don't allow ourselves to get bored. We have every device, every gadget, every social media site, every news site, every blog post, every lifestyle coach, every YouTube video that we can click on in lightning fast speed. You see, we never get bored anymore. But you see, what this does is it leads to very, very distracted lives because we cannot take the time to be still We cannot take the time to focus. You see, distractions divide our attention. And what we give our attention to is the person we will become. So what we give our attention to or the many things that we give our attention to is the person we will become. So I have to ask myself and I have to ask you, who or what are you becoming? In the book of James, he talks about the double-minded man. And he refers to this double-minded man as being unstable in all his ways. Think about that. Now, what is the double-minded man? He's using this as an illustration in context to the person who uh, asks in faith but then doubts. And he refers to that person as being uh, undecided or being in two mind frames. But also, when you think about a double-minded man, they're very distracted. And distraction can fuel a loss of faith. A life filled with distractions causes us to live with a double or a triple mind, a quadruple mind. You see what I'm trying to say. Jesus would tell us you cannot serve God and mammon. You see, you cannot serve God if you are distracted by other things. You see, this is not a command that Jesus was given. This was a simple observation of what actually can and cannot happen in life. You see, you and I think we are so productive today. How many multitasking apps do you have, do you use? How many things to make you more efficient do you have via your devices? And we're learning through surveys, through research, through leadership experts that actually all this multitasking actually makes us less productive. Why? Because we're so distracted. We cannot focus on one thing at a time. We have many things open on our computer screen and trying to go between each thing. You see, God created us to be able to focus on one thing at a time. We cannot give ourselves wholly to many things at the same time. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and you fill in the blank. You can't be an apprentice of Jesus and an apprentice of these other five, six, seven, eight things. And the problem is many times we do not even know that we are living that way. You see, distractions in life will keep us from being an apprentice of Jesus. The point Jesus in Scripture makes is we cannot have a divided heart or divided mind. You see, we become what we give our attention to, whether for the better or for the worse. And can I say, Satan has filled our world with so many distractions. And the honest part of it is many of these distractions are not bad things. Many of them are good things. But we allow the distractions into our lives to create busyness, to create hurried lives, which then puts what is uh, most important on the back burner. 
which puts any time with God on the back burner. Now, when we do our retreats, uh, we do a time called God-infused time. And this is a time where we challenge and really encourage the students and the young adults that are there. We give them about 45 minutes, and we encourage them to just stop, take the notes, uh, their notebook, their Bible, and go somewhere and just by themselves, get alone with God. Allow God to really infuse them, to become one with them. And we've gotten so much response from that of how they just enjoyed that so much. But we watch, and it's such a challenge. Because within five minutes of, what, boredom, of empty space, of time needing to be filled, we don't know what to do with it. And so we go for our phone, or we go for the device, or we go to do something else, and we watch and see and how it is a training experience. And I've gone through this myself, where you you just get hurried with stuff, and uh, then you're trying to retrain yourself. You know, when you have that bored moment, how many times do you go to pull your phone out your pocket or your purse or off the, the table or whatever? Allow yourself to get bored. Allow yourself to sit still. God said, be still and know that I'm God. And we're so hurried that we cannot know God. You see, Satan has a thousand good things to distract you from what is best. None of those things are bad all the time, though there are bad things out there that can distract us. What I'm saying is we'll have to hit the pause button in life. And do an evaluation. We may have to have a time of reset. You see, reevaluating your life is good. And I would encourage you to do it often, maybe every six months, maybe every quarter, maybe once a year. Just really evaluate where you're at, where you've been, and where you want to go. Are you on the right track? What changes do you need to make? And as we're going to be an apprentice of Jesus, we always have to keep evaluating ourselves to say, where am I at in step with Jesus? Am I continuing to take my next step? Am I out of step? Am I lagging behind? Do I need to make these changes? What am I doing right? And let me continue to do that. Let me develop that. But can I say this? Jesus models a life of focus free from distractions. I mean, think about Jesus' life, how he modeled his life, how he was focused on the people. I mean, you see him when he's engaged in conversation. You have hundreds of other people sometimes, and he's engaged with that one person, focused on them and their problem. How frustrating is it to you when someone asks you how you're doing, and you go to tell them, and their eyes automatically look off somewhere else, or they begin to, to just walk on past you because they asked you, but they really didn't care? Why? Because they were not focused on you. They're distracted by the next thing, the busyness of life. They're distracted by the next conversation. They're distracted by the next, hey, how are you doing? You see, when Jesus modeled life, he was fully engaged and focused on each individual person. We see that in the life of his disciples, how he spoke to them, how he dealt with them. And you can imagine the distractions that would have been in Jesus' life. It's not like, you know, I don't understand Jesus didn't have a cell phone and a Mac computer and all these things that are beeping and dinging, but he had the same temptations and trials that you and I had. He had the same amount of people begging him and coming at him and saying, hey, I need your help, I need your help, I need to be healed. He had all that, just like our phones ding and and go off. He had that with people. And so Jesus knows exactly where you're at, but Jesus modeled a life. And as you and I, as an apprentice of Jesus, we're going to have to live life different than maybe the way the culture demands. We're going to have to break away from the distractions intentionally, purposely, 
And we're going to have to make sure we're living a life that is not so distracted that we'll not notice Jesus, that we'll miss him in our life. Or we'll glance at him Sunday morning and say, hey, Jesus, how you doing? I see you. I got things to do. Busy life. Lots going on. And I know sometimes the uh, what we would say is, look, man, you don't understand my life. Look, I, I'm, a, I'm a single mom and I've got this going on and this. Going on. I don't deny that at all. I've got kids and they got ball games and I've got this at work and this this going on at home and you don't know about this broke down the other day. I don't deny that at all. I don't deny that you have a lot going on in your life. What I'm trying to help us and help myself because I have a lot going on and it's gonna it's gonna fill up what is it's, those things that may be good are gonna take away from what's best. And so sit down and evaluate as you think about Jesus' life what is keeping you from him. What is keeping you from what is most important? What are some of those distractions? And we're going to talk about how to get rid of those as we continue going on. So as we close out, what is distracting you from Jesus right at this very moment? What is keeping you from him? What is stopping you from being able to be still? When was the last time that you were able to be still for five minutes, for 30 minutes, for 20 minutes, for an hour? And just be still and know that he is God. When was the last time you were able to shut out the distractions? Quiet your mind. You know, getting rid of the busyness, the distractions is mentally healing. And you and I need to do that often. And so on our episode on Thursday, we're going to walk and talk about ways that we can actually be with Jesus. We've talked about these two dangers, busyness and distractions. And now we want to focus on ways, practically speaking, that you and I can be with Jesus. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.